today we're going to talk about hysterectomy. Hysterectomy. You're listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast. If you're looking for easy listening, you're in the wrong place. But you want to put in the work to change your life for the better, laugh a little bit, and learn a lot about yourself. Get ready. This ain't no basic podcast. Here she is to give you all the tools you need to feel empowered, sexy, healthy, and informed. This is Casey Ship. Casey Ship, fitness model, cover model, all the good shit. If you got anything going on with your health, you can't poop, hair's falling out, can't figure out why you're trying to lose weight, you're a chronic yo-yo dieter, nothing's worked, come on over. Holler at your girl. I work with physicians, I work with famous people, top level, high level, um, military and athletes, and I've gone from adrenal fatigue, PCOS, endometriosis, low thyroid, suicidal, and here we are. Got the blood work to prove it. I've beat it, and I've helped thousands of women, thousands of women do the same thing. Um, usually when women can't find answers from regular doctors, they come to me. So, yeah, I'm that bitch, okay? Now, I made a post the other day on my personal Facebook page, and I said, getting a total hysterectomy was the best decision I've ever made, or I ever made. And so a lot of people chimed in, right? So we got a few comments, and so many women had questions about this, and I get it, like, where we come from, just kind of the school of thought, the old school stuff, it's frowned upon. Like, oh, it's a big bad thing. I remember watching like Tool Time. I'm going to go over the comments in this getting a total hysterectomy was the best decision ever to debunk a lot of stuff and to go over kind of my personal experience. I do have a few videos on this already on my YouTube channel, but all right. Um, but my, I was saying that on Tool Time, you remember Tool Time, like Tim Allen and stuff, the 90s? So... Jill had to get a hysterectomy, and they dramatized the shit out of that. Like, they were making it seem like she was going in for a death call, and that her life was going to be over, and that a lot of women feel like they're not a woman anymore. And I'll, I'll tell you kind of how I went through this little blip, but let, let's just get straight into it, all right? N let's just no lube it, and let's go straight <laughs> into the comment. All right, so a lot of women said that, it was the best decision they ever made, too. And I get a lot of women, too, that come through and they're like, you know, I'm really nervous about getting a hysterectomy. Um, even though their periods are horrible, their quality of life is nothing that anybody should have to live with. I mean, horrible periods where they bleed for days and they can't even go on a beach trip without taking a super triple double stacker size tampon. And it's just a nightmare. It's horrible. You know, periods are like, for me anyway, it was like a bad mother-in-law, you know, that always wants to be there when you don't want her to be there. When you go on a trip, she's there. Anyway, I remember walking up the stairs with my first, because you know you can feel yourself start. And you're like, you're telling me I got to have this baby. Go through the first where you have a kid the first time and everybody tells you that it's, oh, your heart and you stole your heart. And nobody tells you that it's like post-traumatic stress syndrome. Nobody tells you it's like a war vet where you don't sleep and you have to function normally and pretty much sacrifice myself like Jesus Christ. Now I got to have a period? This is just too much. It's a little too much. And then every month. So then I started thinking about, wait a minute, wait a minute. And I knew I had the doctors on board, but I knew I had to get pregnant the second time. So I'm like, screw it. Let's just get knocked up. Let's get it over with. Then I'll, I'll get my hormones where I want them. Now, I come from like Southern Baptist where it's highly frowned upon. Southern Baptist, okay? They don't even want you to get married out of wedlock. I mean, matter of fact, my dad told me men would want me if I was a virgin. I got on the birth control pill at 15. Uh, but right before I got on the pill, I was having multiple periods, which is kind of normal when you're just starting out. But dude, they were so painful. Um, I started to get acne. 
any time, usually when your hormones shift, you'll probably get it too. Um, but there is a reason, there's a way you can stop this. So don't fret, just keep listening. So I got on the pill for sex and for um, period regulation, and it did help. I got on ortho tricycline, turned into a crazy bitch. I would get extremely nauseous, you know, right on that first pill, I would get really, really sick. Um, so we switched it. I got on ortho novel and a very low estrogen because endometriosis ran in my family, which the emotional reason or the emotional cause for endometriosis is like this deep um, resentment and um, there's a lot of guilt that goes into it. And, you know, being a woman, we a lot of times overdo it and overgive and then we don't get anything in return or we're doing it for a different reason. Maybe we're codependent. Maybe our parents um, were extremely codependent. Mine were. Being a woman was not celebrated in my home. I actually was told that I couldn't go to certain places because I was a girl and I could get pregnant or raped. If you were a boy, we would let you go, ride four-wheelers. My dad wanted me to be a boy, even though he says that he doesn't. I shit you not. I would get four 10 shotguns for Christmas. And I know a lot of you men and some of you girls out there that love to hunt would be like, I would love that. But, you know, I didn't want that. I didn't want that for Christmas. I would get four 10 shotguns. I wore browning shirts. And I was a hunter because my dad hunted. It wasn't because I wanted to go hunt. I would do it all, you know. I mean, I grew up on like four or five hundred acres and we had dove fields and deer, deer stands and I had cows. I mean, I, I love the country life, but I just kind of threw away my femininity. It was not something of strength. It, if woman was weak, women were the weaker sex. Women knew their place. Women needed to be in the kitchen. Women needed to have babies. The man was, was, was what was up, right? And it's probably why I now promote, you know, femininity and the power and the goddess energy and stepping up and really being the boss bitch that you are probably why I go the extra mile is kind of little I'm going to show you how female I am do you know what I'm saying and I love men look I do I love men. I love I love a balanced masculine energy man now I don't like a a man that thinks he is a man but he's really a wounded little 13 year old boy that never got the time and attention that he needed from mom and daddy let's just leave that there and I was on the pill for seven years and I got off that and I had post contraceptive syndrome anybody know what that is where you kind of spiral back into where you were before your the pill. Acne, depression, uh, gut issues, just your whole entire endocrine system takes a whack. And what happens is your body gets so used to being on that artificial synthetic hormone, it starts adapting to that, right? It gets this synthetic hormone, and that's where a lot of people get scared about getting on estrogen. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can get a synthetic estrogen, totally fake. You can get like a bioidentical one that's a little bit more natural. Or you could get something like, you know, rub some yam cream under your arms or something. There's ways to get your estrogen up naturally. The synthetic stuff is what causes issues. So I went through all that. Thank God Skip didn't divorce me because I know we really, really wanted to. And he told me, he goes, I knew that girls go crazy in their 20s. And I told you you were going to go nuts. Because I did. I went straight nuts. And then I dove into fitness and health. I dove into, I wanted to be a fitness model because of how these women were portrayed as strong and they were sexy yet feminine. And I was like, I want that because it's strong, that masculine, like I am equal to a man yet feminine and sexy. So I started getting into all that, got into health and fitness as my obsessive coming from addicts personality is. I got obsessed with it and became the best that I could, right? I became a pro, got a magazine, all that stuff. Um, you know, just wanted to make sure I was good enough. You know, my little core wound of not being good enough. So I did all that. Nutrition just made sense to me. I don't know. People would ask me, like, where did this come from? And I'll, I'll honestly say that I am woo-woo. I am highly spiritual. I'm an intuitive. 
So things just made sense to me. I couldn't tell people how I knew this stuff, but I knew this stuff. And I started just learning how to heal naturally. And my clients were getting these crazy transformations and it was just unexplainable. And so there's that. That's why I say I got this natural knack for nutritional healing. So I learned over time how to get healthy, but yet there was still something off. There was still, you know, the depression symptoms, the low libido, and I just was so tired, man. I was so tired. I looked like hell. I know I don't look really, really great right now, but I really did look really bad. At 22, I was menopausal on paper. Yeah, and I show you this on my webinar, kcship.com forward slash register. Um, it's got the webinar on there, and I go over my three secrets to actually how I got healthy, healthier than ever, wealthy, went from just totally like homeless, no furniture, no money, to retiring my husband and living in a vacation spot and working part-time. And then the third secret is how I did all that with working less and, and eating more and exercising less. So if you want to check that out, go, go watch it because I put everything in there for you. And I didn't know this. I didn't know that. Eating 1,400 calories was like a really bad thing, but that's what I did. I ate 1,400 calories, and I did all this training two days and getting ready for shows, and of course I didn't have a libido. I was in PCOS. I had PCOS. So I gave myself all this stuff, right? After my second kid, at this point, I knew how to control my hormones. I work with two wonderful physicians exclusive to students that we work with in Hot Moms. We also have that as a standalone course if you want access to those doctors to save you time and money in the long run. That's on kcship.com forward slash shop. And you can just, you'll see it there. It's called Hormone Codes. And you can just purchase that mini course and find out like tons of Q&A, all my coaching calls, the doctors that we use, the goal levels that you need, the verbiage that you need, everything you could ever want to know how to get hooked up with them. So it's there. After my kid, I knew how to, how to manage my hormones. I knew that I'm, I'm on these hormones because my when I got checked, my adrenals were shot, dude. My adrenal glands were shot. They're the ones that control that fight or flight. You know, you need you need adrenaline just to just to break down food. I mean, you need adrenaline just to break down your food. So if your adrenals are off, naturally your gut's going to be off. And you can get on all the adrenal supplements, all the little protocols and all these little gurus on here that say they can restore your adrenals, but it's just like taking a pill. If you don't address the root cause of why you got adrenal blowout, it's, you're going to be like the lottery winners where they get money, but then they lose it all because they're not a vibrational match for that amount of money. So you have to kind of reverse engineer, and that's what I did. They labeled me with chronic fatigue and estrogen dominance because I had my estrogen was high at that time. Um, I was converting everything in a negative way because I was so stressed out, just had kids. My thyroid was wonky, my TSH. I, I most docs, I, my thyroid antibodies were never super high, but my thyroid, my TSH was up to like four. I think four was the highest it's ever been. I mean, and I've seen Hashimoto clients, patients with a TSH of like three. So I could never get my midsection, you know, the where I wanted it. I could never get really tight. Um, I couldn't get, yeah, my midsection just would never shape up. I could never put on muscle. Oh my God. Like even losing fat. I remember one time I was almost 30% body fat. I'd gone up like four pant sizes. Even though I'm tiny, you couldn't, couldn't see it like that. And then on the other end, I just couldn't get my midsection shaved off. And I wasn't going to take T3. I didn't want to get into the hard bodybuilding drugs um, back then. I probably should have. I'd have probably been better off. But I was really scared to take, you know, T3 and Anavar back then. I was scared of the girls were taking, like, Primabolin and some more, you know, anabolics. I was really scared of taking those. I did, I, you know, I dabbled in Anavar, but not a lot. If you wanted to heal your endometriosis naturally, really, and your estrogen's too high or whatever, it really comes down. You have to, you have to decrease your body fat. But you know, who really wants to put in the work to do that? I mean, do you? When you could just, if you really want a hysterectomy, let me tell you why I got one. 
So after my second kid, I had my hormones managed. Everything was going good. I finally felt the way I wanted to feel. Got my testosterone up. I was taking, uh, I didn't do the cream. I don't want to fuck around with the cream, man. Just give me a shot. I think I was doing the shots. We do not do pellets. Hell no. I've got a YouTube video on why you do not need to do pellets. So I had all my hormones perfect, and I was feeling the way I wanted to feel, except <laughs> my period, man. It would come on. I called the doctor, and I did not like this particular doctor at all, but it was just what my insurance had, and um, I had to jump through a bunch of hoops, and here's how I did it. She was like, all right, well, we can't just do your hysterectomy because you don't have any issues. I'm like, all right. So I had a lot of medical people on my team. Like, I worked with doctors. I worked with nurses and PEs. I'm like, all right, what do I tell them? She was like, all right, tell them that you have painful sex. I have had painful sex. So I told him I was painful sex, man, periods. I mean, I'm bleeding through all this, which I was bleeding very heavy. I wasn't hurting, but man, it was just so heavy. And I'm like, uh, I'm not dealing with this. A week out of the time of four weeks and I lose a week to my period. The week before that, I'm basically lost a week because you feel a certain way and you're all agitated and you're all just like a damn, you're just a woman, like that part of the woman that nobody wants to deal with. You're not in control. Your hormones are controlling you. And that just pissed me off. So they got me in and she goes, all right, well, your insurance, for your insurance to cover it, I took Lupron. Oh, my God. I, Casey Ship, I let her give me a shot of Lupron because she's like, this is going to throw your body into menopause. Um, those of you that's done IVF know what I'm talking about. This will throw you into menopause. And based on how you take it, yeah, 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 at least it'll show that we've tried everything and then your insurance will cover. I'm like, fine. I was that desperate. And you may not have to do this. Um, so I had to take Lupron. And that made me a little nuts. But, you know, I'm already nuts at this point. And, and like Skip said, we knew going into it how I, it was going to make me feel. So I was like, hey, whatever. That's where it comes in. Like the, the power of discipline really comes in. Because when your awareness is up, you do your, like, your inner work. And you've got your, your coaches. So they kind of keep an eye on things. And you've got that daily discipline. It's hard to really just get off because you're so disciplined in the way you live. So I didn't really like miss out but yeah i definitely felt off it's just like when you get on progesterone man god we hate progesterone by the way over here so yeah you know what i'm saying like lupron was it was legit for me so then i went to the doctor the same doctor that i didn't like and i go in there man and i know i'm on at this point i'm on sermorlin uh because my igf one was down it was low it was like 100 something and i like to keep it at like the 300s, maybe like the high 300s. And that will actually help your pituitary kind of get things going naturally. It's kind of like, it's not HGH, but it's a precursor to it. It's a super, super great thing. Impamorlin and Samorlin, check that out. And if you have a low IGF-1, your chances of heart attack go up, heart disease go up. Um, you just can't get lean either. It just is what it is. So, you know, people say, oh, don't eat carbs at night because your growth factor is going to go up. Well, this just kind of handles all that shit, right? If you just do the Impamorlin or Samorlin, you're good to go. That helps you at night. So I was on that at the time. Um, I was on my regular testosterone. Uh, I think that was it because, you know, I had my ovaries. I was have, I had estrogen. So I was on the testosterone because my test was in the toilet. It was like a 1.26 and a 26. I had no testosterone. It was... I think that's why I was living on caffeine. And here I am, got kids, building businesses, running the, running the show. Like, how? So the doctor was sitting down there forgetting. It, it got heated. It got heated. Like, it felt like a, um, a, ju a jury room. She talked to me like I was an idiot and told me that I didn't need to be on testosterone. And if I would do this and this and that, I was, we, we, we handled that one. Then the next thing she said, well, I need my ovaries. I'm like, wait a minute. Why? Well, if you were a little older, I would say, no, you're going to need your ovaries. I'm like, they, they ain't going to work in a few years anyway. 
I won't need them in a few years anyway. And then I'm going to have to worry about ovarian cancer. I know so many women that kept their ovaries because the doctors told them to. And guess who died of ovarian cancer? And it, no, I, I didn't get them out because I was scared of getting cancer. Look, I mean, I could die tomorrow. It is what it is. I got them out because I want the shit gone because I can control my hormones with what I'm doing now. I don't want to have to deal with my period. I don't want to have to deal with those things. I'm done having kids. Why? Why keep anything when you know how to control your hormones? I just left her. The endocrinologist that I went to, dear Lord, she had more chin hairs than, than I did on my worst days of being menopausal. Telling me that the testosterone was doing X, Y, and Z. And I wanted to say, well, what are you on then? Because your chest chin hairs are more than me. But like she knew it. She just had to like check off some things because I had to go through the referral thing for the insurance and finally oh my gosh i need to send this doctor a, a fruit basket i'll never forget going into this doctor she's another female lover and i sat there she's looking through my papers she goes i'll do your surgery i'll do your surgery i cried right there on the table i cried we planned it and here's what happened afterward everything got better so did the surgery at the same time that i did my total hysterectomy i got a mommy makeover too because i had diastasis recti once again i've got youtube it's not on all of this on the diastasis recti and the umbilical hernia umbilical hernia it's uh like if you have an audi when after you're pregnant they're like oh the baby's done no bitch that's an umbilical hernia so i had an any after the baby i had an audi my, my gut looked like i laid over a candle it was horrible my self-esteem my it's pointless to work out because even when i got on that cover of the magazine i was like five months post baby after my c-section uh, no matter how lean you get, you still look like a frat boy or you still look like you're three months pregnant. And I've had a lot of clients, this same thing happened and they have ab separation and I don't care how many people you did say they can fix it. I am so over that. I am so, there is no muscle that runs midline that can bring your abs back together. Can your abs come back together? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Will it ever go back to the way it was? Probably not. If it's been a few years, probably not. You're going to go need to get that shit cinched. So uh, I had that done at the same time I had a total hysterectomy. And they did it the, the new school way where they just do a little bitty hole or um, incision and pull it out to your vagina. So I was a little sore uh, down there. It was interesting. I was like, okay, I can kind of tell. I can kind of tell. Like it, it was almost like, you know, when you have sex and it's like a big, you know what, and you get sore. Um, and then weakness. Now, yes, the mommy, the mommy makeover was no walk in the park but i i had had one previously yes i know um it was just kind of she she did a mini tummy tuck instead of a full and she goes uh-uh she did not like the results and she fixed it no charge um that's and that's why i preach on please don't get a mini tummy tuck go full i don't care what anybody says even i went to dr hockstein in miami and he goes yeah surgeons no you do not do mini minis are gone any doctor that does minis that's just out it's not good so I, I got a little weak, like you can just feel a little weak, almost like when you're on a really, really bad period and you just get a little bit weak. Um, it was like that, and that was it. I mean, I mean, I remember going to Publix the day Skip took me home from the hospital, and I was just shuffling around with my hospital shoes on, like in Publix, the same day he took me home from the hospital. So it wasn't a big, bad surgery. It really, it really wasn't. Um, you just got to be careful because they just did the surgery. You don't want to bleed internally or anything. So... I took the pain pills for a couple days. You know, I got addicts in my family. I did not want to take those longer than four days where I developed a dependency on it. Also, they wreck your metabolism. Pain pills and opiates, opioids or whatever, opiates, uh, man, they wreck your metabolism. They throw your GI system off in a, dra in a horrible way. And I don't like them. To be honest, I mean, I, I, I don't get really good rest on them. I'm the type that, like, wakes up and tripping out and, like, 
I'll sit up. I remember I sat up in the bed one time. I told Skip, I was like, go get the ammo. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'll see things. I don't like it, man. I, give me just a strong Motrin and I'm good. But I have a hospital hacks guide on my website. It's free. And, I, and it goes over because I went to the hospital so many times during that five-year span. I learned what to eat there, foods to bring in, just really how to stay in shape and healthy while you're just going through the hospital life. I got the chairs that I use, the inversion chairs, everything if you want that guide. I think it's it's just on my free gifts on my caseyship.com if you just do the free gifts thing. Those were the only things I remember. And then you know me, I'm always, I'm in the gym within a week. I mean, after I had C-sections, I'm in the gym. I'm not doing like serious workouts. I'm doing old lady workouts. I call them old lady workouts, you know, where you can, you can do this in the chair. You know, arm circles. You, this is an exercise. When you just had surgery, you can move around, uh, lifting, you know, just whatever. Just you, I did that. So I uh, did that. I never really listened to doctors when it's like take twelve weeks off and don't do anything because I'm like, bitch, I've got little kids at home. You gonna come take care of them? And I've always been fine. You'll know. You know your body better than anybody. Um, I remember after one of the C sections, I did bleed a little bit, but I didn't, never went to the doctor. I'm like, all right, I'll slow down and then it eased up. So you just got to be careful, right? You just got to take the, what the doctors say. And if you're not used, see, I'm, I'm a professional though at body awareness. Like, I can make my right ass cheek jump. And I know if I want to shit tomorrow, what to eat. If you're not that aware, listen to doctors, please. Um, and I know doctors, my doctors are watching me now going, Casey, shut up. Hey, you got you to gotta sign a disclaimer. Like, I'm not responsible if you, like, something happens to you. But that's just me. And I know a lot of women like that. I know a lot of women that did get the kids out and they're right back right they they know their body so i never let anything like that really slow me down because i know that i can do an exercise in a chair i can do um just simple you know walking back and forth in my house it's not like i'm going to just do nothing you know i had kids to take care of and stuff like that so after that um the first three weeks i do remember and this is why i love sandra crady i'll never forget sandra crady oh my god she had a total hysterectomy she's one of my clients at the time that I was just really close to, and she's a um, she's a flight nurse, and which is badass. And she knew all about it. And she goes, "All right, so you're gonna like you're gonna want to kill the family dog and eat just honestly bite everybody's head off for about three weeks. Hang in there, it gets better." And she was right um, initially, but my doctor did this. So the doctor that I work with had to sign off with my the doctor that gave me the surgery, saying that hey, Casey's young, but I've got her back when it comes to hormones. You can go ahead and do the surgery. He gave me compound estrogen cream, and uh, he said, just, just PRN. So don't use it every day. Use it as needed. You know your body. If you start flashing, just do, a, just do a swipe. And you'll notice you can do a swipe the next day, right? And if the flashes go away, stay at just like two swipes a week. You can just go like one every other day or once a week, right? So that was a change right there where a normal doctor would probably say, here, take this every day or, or whatever. I don't know. Because I like to keep my estrogen level um below 126 uh i feel I and mean, I, I feel i can feel okay at like 30 and 30s low um to up to 126 so i did have the estrogen cream um but right there immediately right after the surgery like the first week if you can remember what it's like when you were pregnant you know how you didn't sleep very well right there at the end you were tossing and turning so it was like that for about a week that's it. That's that's my personal experience. It was about a week of just kind of restful restless sleep <clears throat> um, and flashing. I remember um, having those hot flashes. Like I didn't have, I didn't even have those with Lupron. Um, just the hot flashes, you know. But those got it was okay. Hot, I mean, 
it's not a big deal. It was really just put an ice cube on your back, on your neck or something, but it, they're not a big deal. I mean, I was dealing with bleeding through my pants, and my quality of life was shit. I'll take a hot flash any day. I just did the ice cube thing and then got on my estrogen. We're good to go. Got right back on my testosterone because I'm such a firm believer in testosterone for women. You have to find your ideal amount. Like, you have to find your ideal total and free. Like, uh, don't be above 100. What is it? I get total and free mixed up. One that your body uses, one that doesn't. And then the other one, I like to see it at, I feel the best at like 8.0. Anything above that, I kind of, I don't feel as good. My voice kind of changes a little bit. But yeah, probably 4.0 to 8.0, I feel the best. And 80 to 130, I feel the best on the other. And voice change, you know, I did kind of notice a little a difference in that. You know, that's why old women, if you notice, their voice gets deeper. Like, like they've been smoking some, some, some marble reds for a while. I did notice that a little bit myself. But I, but you can, you can reverse anything if it's within six months. So if you find yourself getting on hormone therapy and you're like, oh shit, like, whoa, I'm talking deeper or whatever, whatever, or whatever happens, um, you can back off drastically and it goes away. If it's after six months, you may be stuck with it. That's why a lot of women that do female bodybuilding, they end up with those little mini D-I-C-K-S's. You know what I'm saying? Because they've been on it so long. And you can't really reverse that when it gets to that point. And they have the masculine square face and, you know, all that stuff. Um, it's hard to reverse that. But you can get Botox to soften the face, just to let you know. So after that, yeah, everything everything was good. Everything was good. I did have to keep an eye on on uh, estrogen because at one point I was just like, well, I don't want to take estrogen, but you do need a little bit for, for bones and just to feel good. You need it for sex drive. You need it for just to be healthy. So I did find a perfect balance with that. And testosterone converts to estrogen. So there's that. If your adrenals or your thyroid is off, you're going to convert negatively. Like a lot of people that their estrogen goes way out the roof when they get on testosterone, it's because they're just not converting properly. You can do some things. You know, there's DEM that you could take. There's a We have an estrogen protocol that gets it down from the thousands, honey. We've had people in the thousands on estrogen level, and they get on our estrogen protocol, and it gets back down within 30 days. Same thing with fatty liver. So, you know, we have all the protocols you need. Um, so don't really get too scared. I had one girl, too, fatty liver, man. She was tripping her ass off. Just doctors wanted to look into this, look into that, and her fatty liver, her liver enzymes, ALT, AST was so high. And I was like, dude, come on, chill. Do our fatty liver protocol, you'll be good. Within within two weeks, she was golden. She was like, oh my God, thank you so much. So really at the end of the day, there's so many things you can do naturally to feel better. So I'm going to read these right here. But really, that's, that's how my total hysterectomy has been. My body, well, you can just look back through my pictures when I post selfies at the gym. It's so nice to just feel, you know, it's childlike. I will say that you're childlike. You know how you just don't have to worry about the periods, but it's not like you're suppressing it because I don't believe in suppressing your period. I think that's not good. If you're, if you can have a period, God, you, you want to bleed every month. Like that's a good release. Um, that's a good way to release. But I would, I would describe it like this, a river, right? A strong, just raging river. Throw it in your period. Is just like, now you're fighting it. There's something just always to change the course or to fight it. Now it's just like, we can flow, baby. There's nothing, anything that comes into my energy field or to throw me off or to trigger me, it's because of an actual emotion or something else. Like, this is just one less thing I have to worry about. Seriously, if you're done having kids, if you're done having kids and you're committed to the outcome of being the best version of yourself and really learning about how to heal your body and your mind 
in your spirit, right? To just be a happier person, a more peaceful person. God, get it, take it out. You don't need your uterus anymore. You don't need your ovaries anymore. Well, why do you have them then, Casey? To have kids. But we have things called Western medicine nowadays that they have surgery that can make our lives a lot better, like fake titties. They can make your life better, too, if you really like them. Well, I know a girl that died from fake titties. Once again, we ain't talking about that. Some people really like fake titties, okay? Fake hair, you know? we I like fake hair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to use that. I'm going to take advantage of that kind of stuff. So you can, too. All right, one question. What was the cost in that downtime? Um, cost? I don't know. Uh, my insurance, man, I don't even know if we paid. It was hundreds of dollars. Or I don't even feel like we paid 2000 because it was so just like a medical issue, right? It was like a severe medical issue, and I did the loop on. I went to the endocrinologist. I jumped through all the hoops to make it look like I was doing everything I could and could not do it anymore. And, you know, who's to say I could? It really would have messed up my life. It really is a shitty way to live your life, um, being being victim of just those hormones and dealing with all that stuff. And I don't want to be old and that stuff come out. I've seen you. The nursing home, those old ladies, it comes out, prolapse. And I know you're a vagina can too, but still, I don't want that to come out. And I don't want to deal with ovarian cancer, if that's even a thing. Just one last thing i got to worry about that can make me feel better. Please sign me up. Um, Downtime, I've already went over that one. You know what's up. I went in for my consult about a month ago for a partial. I said, go total, do not. I said, do not do partial. Somebody chimed in and said, Partial is a waste of time and surgery. For complete relief, it needs to be total. Amen. One said, I had a partial, and I was back in nine months or so. Go total or go home. 100%. So, yeah, go total, man. And these women, look, I work with them. Thriving women. Thriving. They, they, grow, they grow in their careers. They, and you know what? In medical medium, in the book Medical Medium, um, what's his name? Anthony something? He talks about this in detail. He goes, you know what? hormones is what ages you. He goes, if you think of being a child, children don't have periods. They barely have any estrogen. Little girls, they barely have estrogen, right? And you're good. Now, I will say this. Oh, my God, I'm so glad I said that. So your knees, right? So if your testosterone's too low or your estrogen's dipping or whatever, you may notice joint pain. Now, you could add in omega-3s and glucosamine and chondroitin, but for me, I had to find the perfect amount of testosterone and estrogen for my knees not to hurt. Like right now, um, I'm switching up my estrogen. I want it to come down a little bit. And I noticed how it dropped. And it kind of feels like I can feel it in my knees. Because I remember not wanting to bend down on the to look at the bottom shelf. Because it would hurt to stand back up. And a lot of you men that have gone through testosterone stuff um, know what I'm talking about. But joint pain is hormonal. Yes, nutritionally and all that stuff too. And autoimmune with inflammation. But it can be helped with estrogen and or testosterone or just taking your omega-3s, getting out the inflammatory foods, moving around, yada, 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 dealing with your stuff. Okay, this said pain-free, finally after 25 years, best thing I ever did, 100%. Love it. Best decision ever, they said. Can't wait for this to say, okay. Okay, here was a great question. I had to have one because I had uterine cancer. Now I'm in menopause. It's horrible and nobody gives me hormones because I'm at a cancer risk. So here's what you can do. If you have cancer or you had cancer and you need hormone therapy, here's some options for you. You can take things for your thyroid and adrenals because if that's how estrogen is made through your thyroid and your adrenals. So, and your, you know, your pituitary system. And you think about, <clears throat> yeah, we won't even go there. Just think a little, we won't even go there. You can improve your thyroid and your adrenal function. 
even if you've had cancer. And there's a, there's another drug you can check out. Um, it's the Anavar, right? Now, I'm not a doctor. You can't take any of this stuff, and I hope I'm going to be okay saying this. I would in my free group um, and in my in my coaching thing. But Anavar has come in the picture for a lot of women um, over 40, 50, or anything like that, <clears throat> almost to offset, not offset, to use in place of testosterone because it doesn't convert the way testosterone does. Um there's very low side effects, and it was prescribed to people with adrenal insufficiencies, um, HIV, AIDS, uh, severe immune issues, burn victims to rebuild tissue and bone. So if you struggle with osteoporosis, then you know maybe look into the Anavar, the, the, the names like Oxan, Oxana, Oxanadrone or something. I can't pronounce it. Our doctors can prescribe it, but it's very, you have to go, you have to jump through some hoops for that. Um, you have to, you know, qualify. They need to know that you are kind of like we aren't on board with us and you're okay with, you, you're you're committing to doing everything, the holistic. You know, you're okay with doing the workouts and eating right. You're not just wanting a drug because it's you can't play with that stuff. So there is a lot of things you can do if you've had cancer for HRT, if you need hormone replacement therapy. So your doctors just maybe don't know, you know, about that. You just need different doctors. So you can absolutely get hormone therapy if you've had cancer so I got you on that girl go back and listen to what I just said and like I said if you want access to my physicians because they know how we do things all you gotta say is Casey and hot moms they're like all right but you need to know you need to kind of go along what we do you know we do the food testing we handle our emotional state because the reason we have adrenal fatigue is from just living in constant chaos our whole life go 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 busy 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 um, don't know how to relax and if we feel like you just you know you get the point you know, if you're converting thyroids off, it's stress, how we handle stress. You really, and it's not about managing. This is not a therapy. Oh, just, just sit with your anxiety and tell it and cope. We're not about managing. I don't believe in that. I believe in using it and learning and let's clearing it. Let's clear it out. It's not serving you, right? Let's use it and get what you actually want. There's a reason why we feel anxious. So getting down to those core things of these invisible blocks while addressing the hormones and the physical, girl, you've got the life you want. You've got the life you want. Some things will happen, and I do recommend do not do hormone therapy if your husband is not doing it with you or if he's not healthy. What I mean is this. Let's say your husband gets on hormones, and you don't, and you stay just the old, miserable, eating cookies and wine at night because what's the point of dieting? You can't shit, and your thyroid don't work, and doctors say this and that. And he's, going, he's over here feeling good. He's on hormones. He may that may be an issue in the relationship. Like you can't get mad for him stepping out and being a little little tomcat unless he's just a really good man and he's good at staying at home. He doesn't have any issues, insecurities, and more than he's issues, and he needs to cause drama. He may be a good man. I don't know, but you just don't want to do that. Like, why would you want to do that to your partner? You know what I mean? Why would you want to feel really good and they not feel really good? So you may want to kind of address hormones together as a couple. I know Skip and I did, and you really got to watch this stuff too. You got to watch because his testosterone would shoot up. There's you really have to have somebody that knows how to uh, do the behind-the-scenes stuff from the doctors. The doctors can only do so much. <clears throat> you have to do a lot of things on your own that can keep everything you know, in balance. So, yeah, you just really want to make sure you kind of do it as a family unit. They said, my left ovary was moved, removed three years ago. Now they want everything gone. I'm scared because the hormone changes and what you're doing. What are you doing to replace hormones? So that's what I'm doing. That's We just do... Um, I do HRT, right? I don't do pellets. I just do a anaphate, is it an testosterone? Um, I'll take that till I die, and I'm okay with that. I don't, 
I may like I may get reach this point of guru where I turn into like Siddhartha or whatever his name is, and I y'all see me walking on the beach with like dreadlocks and living Rastafari kind of way, and I'm on like nothing, and I quit work and live like eat, live, pray, and now I just write books. I'm about quality of life. I'm about feeling good, and if Casey, if I feel good, well, well, that's what I want. And if I run into a block, if I'm like, ooh, this gives me headaches or this gives me this, I'm going to be like, right, what's giving me the headaches? I'm going to address that. I'm going to find out why it's converting. Why is my body handling that? Right? So I just don't want to take that for the rest of my life. Okay, well, then you can either do all the hard work and clear up the reason why you're having hormone issues and, like, get supernatural. Seriously, because you have to get supernatural. Are you willing to eat the type of way you need to be eating and, and live like that? I don't want to do that. I, I want to feel a certain way. And if I've got to take that, then I'm cool with that. I mean, shit. I mean, God, I'm okay with that. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's about it. Those kind of people, I get it. I think I was there one time. I wanted to do everything this way and all that. But you reach a point where, dude, time's ticking. Like, you got to live life, man. And you sitting there scared of whatever it is that you're scared of is the very thing that's keeping you stuck. So maybe explore why you're so scared to do whatever it is when there's plenty of people that's thriving and very successful and very healthy doing the very same thing you're scared to do. So you see what I'm saying? Uh, and like I say, if you if you want to do the whole experience, if you want the whole entire lifestyle experience of, of how I do this, that's Hot Mom's Lifestyle. Like we, we go so, you have no idea, it's a one-stop shop. It's a one-stop shop. If you just want the hormone information you just want my doctors you just want the um i do put those coaching calls in there where we just talk hormones when people call in i look at blood work um i give recommendations a lot of times where they'll be on something from the docs and i'll be like oh you switch switch this up and then they feel better i've seen so many fitness people or just like people that i work with that they work they want to be active they're working out and they want to feel good I've seen so many of those women and, and men, and I just know what works, and I know like which ones cause this. I guess is why I can tell you. But see, is it is it the channel or is it the actually like the actual experience? I don't know. But yeah, you can totally get that. It's on caseyship.com forward slash shop. If you want to work with me and have me coach you and work with you with the doctors and the food and the food testing and the emotional support and the emotional stuff, um, that's Hot Mom's Coaching. And you can just go, you have to watch my webinar first because I ain't trying to waste nobody's time. You need to watch my webinar first. Write down some questions, write down some aha moments, and then book a call. So that's caseyship.com forward slash register to do that. Um, all right, this said, after a, a failed ablation, you have my attention. Oh, See, what? See the things that we go through, Lord have mercy. Um, and then my why is just that. It's just, you know, I'm, I'm done having kids. Uh, why have a period? Like, why have a period? I don't want to be on the pill. Um, that's all synthetic. I ain't trying to do that. And it's and it's quality of life. Like, when you realize how much your period and your hormones have affected your life, you're going to be like, why didn't I do this sooner? Think about how you were before your period, like childlike. Playing with your friends. You know, you just, you want to go here, you go here. You, you don't have to, it's all, you don't have to worry about it. It's like having your eyelashes done. Oh, man, you don't have to put on mascara. Great. Oh, it's awesome. You know what I mean? It's just... Girl, it is about you feeling good. And if you just have the docs and everything, like, that's the key. If you don't have those docs, I know people. Dude, our nanny, Janice, she had a total hysterectomy because of cancer. 
That woman was 60-something years old, fireball. She didn't. She never took hormones. Never. I'm like, Janice, you, you take testosterone? She goes, hell no. You going to take estrogen, Janice? Hell no. Nope. She was crushing it. Sex drive, working. She was thriving. So, I mean, there's that. One, said, one girl said, I need one. I was going to get one last year. Then COVID happened. I got pregnant instead. I have horrible endometriosis and been suffering since I was 11. It's awful. I would love to hear more as um, I want to do this later in the year. I've had my tubes removed as when they did my C-section. My periods are back. My periods are back and awful. Oh, every other week. Girl. Oh, my God. Oh, Misty. Oh, my God. Yes. Let's work together. Let's do something. You need, you need this in your life. IUD works as well. Once again. It's I, well, I have a period if you're done having kids, like, or, or maybe people are just really okay with how they, they are living, and I just wasn't. I guess you just have to be not okay with an inconvenience, and I consider a period an inconvenience. As a busy mom, a busy working mom who's scaling her business and work has a whole team of people, and you know, I, I don't, hell no, I am not dealing with the period if I don't have to. We have a great podcast I shared in my free group. If you're not in my free group, get in there. It's Hot Moms. It's on Facebook. Hot Moms is a free private Facebook group. I actually talk like this all the time, but I actually go off a little bit more because I'm, I'm scared. I hold back here in the public. Oh, I want one so bad, she says. Tracy said, it's cancer bed and a psycho maker once a month. Absolutely. Awesome, awesome. I think that's it. I think that's it. If you've got any questions, you can send those to, you can DM me, Casey Addison Ship or Casey Ship on Facebook. I'll get it. My assistant will get Somebody, we're going to get it. We're going to take care of you. Um, or you can email me, support at hotmomslifestyle.com. You got it? Support at hotmomslifestyle.com. Let us know. Hey, if you listen to this and you got a hysterectomy and, you, and, you've, and you've listened, you've, you've worked with us or you bought the uh, hormone code course, let us know. Let us know how it went. Yeah, I'm excited for you to just finally feel better oh my god talk to you soon all i gotta do is go get get stay up by my bed uh -huh. ball till i fall say what gloss until i finish i dig go yeah get get stay up by my bed oh i live in jail you keep me stacking me it's just in Thanks for listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast with Casey Ship. Be sure to follow us at Casey Ship on Instagram or subscribe to Casey Ship on YouTube. Till next time.